Welcome to another episode of Comic BS. I hope you are all well and a very happy new comic book day to you. Now, guys, I was uh, born in the early 80s, so I was raised in the 90s. Now, I was raised on a plethora of action and time travel movies, as I'm sure a lot of the people of the same age of me as me, pardon me, were. So, Back to the Future, Terminator, Time Cop... All of the great time travel movies, um, they've all got uh, big, muscly men coming back from the future to save the past, except for uh, Back to the Future. I guess there was no big, muscly men in that one, um, oh, except for Biff, I guess. Uh, anyway, so what's the last thing you think of when you're thinking of time travel? You know what? The last thing I think of is uh, definitely a group that was recommended to me. Now, this book was recommended to me by my friend and yours on Twitter, uh, Bruce Trent, at uh, Stereoscopic, I think his Twitter handle is. Now, it wasn't for this show. It was recommended a long time ago, back in the early days of Teach Me Comics. So, if you're listening to this and you did not know, I once did a um, podcast with... Uh, Julie Totes Jules uh, from Totes My Lady, and it was uh, called Teach. It is called Teach Me Comics. It's still out there on the internet. You can still pick up episodes of that and learn about not just um, comic books, but genres and all about different formatting, where to get them, how to get them, all that sort of stuff. Um, so, for anyone who's new into comics, check out some uh, old Teach Me Comics episodes. Uh, but so this was recommended to me, and, you know, me being me, I was told, hey, read this book, and I'm like, yeah, no, that sounds dumb as fuck. All right, I'll give it a shot. So I was recommended a book, Paper Girls, and I'm like, what is this, like fucking Paper Man, that really, really weird superhero comedy that was out? No. This is literally about some girls in the 80s, I think it was, um, that... Oh, 1988, yes, that uh, are paper girls. They deliver paper, and they get caught up in some um, troubling times. So, without further ado, let's move on. Now, this book is written by the amazing Brian K. Vaughan, and the art by Cliff Chan, Chang Chan, yeah, and Matt Wilson. So, front cover, we've got uh, Paper Girls, and they're just standing on, leaning on their bikes. Uh, they're all in shades of blue. One of the girls here is smoking a dozer or a cigarette, if you are not a bogan from Australia. And they're all just sort of looking, it's a really, really sweet cover, 
lot of um, weird blank pages in this. I guess it's probably because I'm reading it from the trade. So we get into our first page. Now, go to Comixology, pick up the trades. They're pretty cheap at the moment for Paper Girls. Uh, and I'll tell you what, it's fucking worth it. Like I, I actually bought it by trade just on um, Bruce's recommendation alone. I'm just like, oh yeah, fuck it, I'll buy it. Even though I said, well, Paper Girls, that sounds dumb as fuck. Eh! Eight bucks is eight bucks. Let's just give it a crack. If I don't like it, I've just entertained myself for however long it takes me to read a trade, which I generally do an issue in half an hour or so and then reread it again. So, yeah, good couple of hours of entertainment for eight bucks. I was all right with it. So we've got first page. Blank little panel at the top with some rain and then coming into focus is hands holding an apple. And then, boom, hands holding an apple. And then we have a girl here on her knees in a swimsuit. Uh, looks like she's on the moon. It's really hard to tell because there's... It, it, to me, it looks like Earth in the background. And it's just all rocky. Or it could be a moon in the background. It looks like it's otherworldly. And she's looking at the apple and she says, Is this... And then the voice in the background says, Yes, Aaron. And you turn the page... And it says, Welcome to Heaven. Wow, I haven't read this in forever. I forgot all about this. And there's a spaceman. A spaceman? An astronaut. There we go. With angel wings standing. And there's a whole heap of constellations behind him. She's holding the apple. And she's looking up at him in the next panel down. And she's like, uh, uh, you're here? You're Krista McCarthy. McCarthy. And she says, that's right. Everyone from the Challenger is here. And so is your gram." but not your fish, okay? <laughs> so, your fish didn't make it. My fish drowned, didn't... My fish... I drowned, didn't I? No. It was the Russians. They got almost everybody. Then where is my sister? Oh, Missy is in hell. What? Turn the page. And she's all like, what the fuck? But you still have one chance to save her. Uh-uh. And then there's like a fucking demonic voice. All you have to do is answer my question. And there's a fucking demon holding a little girl strapped to a chair. And uh, she, the little girl replies in what can only be described as gibberish. Something like that. I think it's demonic backwards or whatever. And she's like, I don't understand. And she's screaming at the demon. You have one minute, says the demon. And then there's a little page panel that says at the bottom, which tribe named our crooked river the Yokowokoka? The, the Mohawks, the Iraqis, the Apache, or the Black Pete? And she replies with, Fuck you. <laughs> you turn the page, and then the angel's wings have turned to fire, um, and still in the astronaut's outfit, screams, what did you say? And then the fucking apples drop, she's flicked up on her feet, and she's like, I've had this dream before, it isn't even real, so it doesn't count if I swear in here. And then the demon pokes her fucking finger right through her sister's face, like, stabs her from cheek to cheek incorrect she's like please and then the fucking astronaut's mask is shown and there's a demonic skull behind it and he's eating the apple almost looks like a fucking shinigami from uh, uh the whoa death note had a mental blank there death note uh anime i warned you if you never eat from the tree of knowledge 
And then, oh, she wakes up. She's on top of the bunk bed, and she looks down at her sister. And there's a Monster Squad poster on the bed, on the bed, on the wall. Uh, there's a telescope and standard things you'd think you would find in the room of a young girl. She's like, Missy, are you dead? And Missy rolls over with just this look of, what the fuck do you wake me up for, bitch, on her face? And then Erin just smiles, like, yay, my sister's not dead, my sister's not dead, whoop, whoop. All right, so she gets up out of bed and she looks out the window and somebody is leaving the driveway in a van. I'm assuming it's like a fucking milk truck or something. I'm not sure what's going on, but there's lights shining through the window. She's looking a bit concerned, so she goes to check. She's got like a little uh, detective sort of thing there. Um, Far side calendar by the looks of it. Hell morning. Okay, so we are in November. Now, this must be an American thing. I'm not sure what the fuck hell morning is. Uh, and she touches a little little uh, unlocky thing index. There we go. Wow, fucking got to think back to like early 90s. All these things are cold. Ah, she scowls. She looks into the drawer. She pulls out a fucking switchblade knife. Could be a letter opener. Not sure. Um, not sure what's happening here. So she goes downstairs. Oh, so it turns out it was a truck dropping off some newspapers. So she walks in with the newspapers. Big stack of newspapers. Drops them on the kitchen table and she unclips it. And then you look at the time over there. It's 4.40. Wow, the life of a paper girl. I was never a paper boy. I, I was actually a drug runner. <laughs> Sounds weird, but I used to deliver uh, medication to retirement villages on my bike. Similar to being a paper girl, but I was riding around on my bike. That's actually where I almost died. I slipped on a tile once on my bike, and I'm lucky I had my helmet on that day because I smashed my head right on a fucking rock and shattered my helmet in like 20 pieces. Knocked myself out. But anyway, so... Then she's off down the street with her little paper girl knapsack and she's got the papers in the thing and there's a sort of a shooting star in the background, a crescent moon, and she left her garage wide open with a light on. I guess it's the 80s. Shit was safer then. And there's a toilet paper tree because it's probably something to do with Hell Week. Uh, so she starts fucking going around town. You see, welcome to Stony I. Welcome to Stony Stream, Iaho. So now we know where they're at. And the sign's toilet papered. And then you see a fucking newspaper get flung through the air. And boom! Perfect landing right on a doormat at the front door next to a pumpkin-carved face. Or a jack-o'-lantern, if you will. Yo! From the background there. She's about to sling a paper. And there's Freddy motherfucking Kruger. A clown and a ninja just hanging out. Uh, obviously kids in Halloween costumes. <laughs> Not a ninja hanging out with Freddy Krueger and one of these clowns from recent days that walk around with the masks. I fucking died off quick, didn't it? Anyway, um, yes, that was a coffee break. Surprise, surprise. Can I get one of those? You skipped my house, says Freddy Krueger. He's holding eggs and they've got like fucking spray cans and shit. And she's like, now this was a big fear back in the day, I guess, of like... um, 80s and 90s, like before the internet, before you knew that uh, people were just the same as you. If you were under the age of 13, you were terrified of, and she says, teenagers. Because they were fucking scary. I know I used to be scared of teenagers. Um, now, uh, My Chemical Romance said it best. <laughs> teenagers scared the living shit out of me. Until I was one, and then I scared the living shit out of me. I guess we found the song at the end. Thanks, My Chemical Romance.
No drama, boys. Uh, okay, so she's like, uh, Freddy Krueger walks towards her saying, say what? She looks back, uh, what's your family's address? And he just sort of looks at her a bit pissed off. Uh, none of your business. You're not stony middle chick, are you? And she's like, no, I go to St. Nick's. Ugh, Catholic schoolgirl. She's like eight, man. Grass on the field. Oh, I just cringed a little bit then. She says, I'm 12. And I have to get back to work. Wow, 12-year-olds used to work, and I used to work when I was 12. What happened to the world? Fucking, you know, 23-year-olds don't want to work anymore. All right, uh, Freddy Krueger grabs the handlebars of the bike, and not until you give me a goddamn paper. Lucas Zenrickenbergen, however you say that last name, someone says from the background. And there is three more paper girls. Cool costume, faggot, says this chick on the bike. Uh, she's got her headphones on and she's got her Walkman, her tape playing Walkman and her big fucking romper stomper boots. Uh, and she's rocking the knapsack there on the bike and there's two other girls behind her. One's holding a flashlight and the other one is holding a field hockey stick ready to cause some shit. And the, the two girls in the background have both got the uh, big thick woolen socks pulled up over the jeans. Fuck, I love the 80s. <laughs> so bad. Freddy Krueger's still holding onto the bike. Excuse me? Uh, you heard me, AIDS patient. Get lost, says the girl on the bike. Fucking hell. 80s, early 90s, you could get away with saying a whole hell of a lot more. Or what? Or I tell your gym coach, or I tell yeah, your gym coach of a dad what you're out past curfew harassing little girls, and I kick the shit out of you for being a fucking rat, says Freddy Krueger back at this girl, and she just fucking glares at him. and turns around and says, whatever, good luck getting home alive, bitch fucking flips her off the ninjas all like can I have your grape nerds under no circumstances says the clown and then uh, the redhead on the bike that's the fiery chick says you okay it's like oh you shouldn't call anyone the other f word anybody can get AIDS not just gays Uh, you're welcome she says (laughs) fucking takes her headphones out don't mind Mac yeah she kind of uh, knows how to talk to their kind you know Herbs. And so, wait, you're Mac? As in Mackenzie? Yes, so what? She's like, you were the first. The first paperboy around here who wasn't, uh, you know. And they start banging on about how fucking paperboys and paper girls, blah, blah, blah. Uh, There's a bit of fucking banter going on here between the girls. Um, They introduce themselves, yeah, Tiffany here and Amelia. um, You know... You guys are both in in private too. I don't really know what's going on, to be honest. I stopped reading for a second. Um, so they're having a bit of a chat and they're going on about uh, the newspapers and everything. And it's like, yeah, okay. Explaining how weak and how it's really bad this time of week and uh, they've got to get around and get safe because uh, the kids are that stage. So they uh, decide to split up, go off into groups. New kid's going to go with her. Uh, her as in... Um, I just forgot her name already, Mac. So Mac and Erin are off together, and the other ones, they're on the CB radio, and they're going around. And then they go to take off. They're like, yeah, cool. This is how we're going to keep in contact. Blah, 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 blah. She holds up the radio, and fucking crack-a-boom. Perfect. Forecast didn't say anything about rain. It's like, well, well, what is it? Rain? Fucking who knows what's going on. Keeping in mind, little signposting, there was a fucking shooting star earlier. I'm just going to point that out, if anyone remembers from that part. 
So it's like, keep up, new kid, and off they go. They ride out, and then they fucking new kid stops and she looks she's about to turn around she sees three fucking I guess ninjas dressed in costumes walking near a house and it gets closer to them and they're holding a knapsack and they're all dressed in and their fucking eyes their eyes are like wizard snake eyes and they're just fucking creeping and then we cut smashed fucking rotting pumpkin on the ground and fucking Max getting out a newspaper still fucking puffing on her cigarette you wanna you wanna bum a camel just ask. It's like, oh, cigarette? No way. I mean, no thanks. My grandmother died of lung cancer. Anyway, you have every house on Polar? It's like, yeah, all of them except for 1833. That bald creep stiffed me last time and I came to collect and he said he'd make it up to me next month. Pfft, as if. So, you fuck with Mackenzie, you don't get your paper. Long story short, there. So they're going along and talking about how different subscriptions, and you know, you've got to keep delivering until they cancel them. She's like, Our roots, our rules. I'm sick of fucking shaking down deadbeats for the money. Either pay us on time or get a stupid sports page somewhere else. And she's like, um, Aaron looks up at Mackenzie, like all fucking like in awe. Like, oh, you are the coolest chick ever. You know, it would be cool. Still being asleep right now. Because it's fucking probably at 5am, I would guess now. And it's like, well, I'm glad you're out here, Mac. You're like, you like opened a door for a lot of us. Like it matters. We're the last of a dying breed anyway. What do you mean? My dad says there's no future in newspapers. We're pretty much used up all the trees on the planet. So in a few years, just everyone's going to get the news off the telly. (laughs) No one even watches fucking TV anymore. But I guess this wasn't written back then, was it? This is written by Brian K. Vaughan only a couple of years ago. Um, what, like the Today Show? My mum likes Jane Pauley. I don't know who that is. Uh, Koyo! Shit, says Mackenzie. And boom, Sheriff. What the hell are you up to? My job, she says back to the Sheriff. Bull. I got multiple reports of someone smashing windows in the development. So what? Says Mackenzie. So you're getting into the family business? Hey, you don't know what you're talking about, man. She says to the fucking police officer. And he folds his arm up and he's got a fucking chick tattooed on his arm, all dressed in lace. He's a bit of a hard-ass officer by the look of it. With his moustache. You address me as officer, young lady, and put out that cigarette before I write you up. There's no law against me having smokes, but there is one against underage brats like you buying them. Good thing I got these trick-or-treating. I've been with Mackenzie all night, officer. She hasn't done a thing wrong, says Aaron. He fucking looks down. She's like, keep it up, Coyle. Sooner or later... Sooner or later, what? She yells as the police car's fucking driving away. The police know you by name. And she puts her head down on the handlebar. She's like, eh, I guess. So, uh, what do cigarettes taste like anyway? Enzy, help up. KJ, she says into the fucking CB. And she fucking looks a bit concerned. Una, a lice cot. And Ash, stop. Don't touch her. I'll... I know that shortcut. Come on. So they fucking take off to go and help on the CB. And one of the girls is down with a grazed knee. Real brave, tough guys. You all right? What happened? We got jumped by three guys in bad ghost costumes. They grabbed Tiffany's walkie. Oh, shit. I wonder if it was the same motherfuckers with the snake eyes. Snake eyes. Um, 
<laughs> I had used up almost all of my Christmas tips to finally afford the second one. Months of riding and the freezing cold and fuck. She didn't swear. I just ad lived there. Um, was it the same jerks to stop me before? No, these guys were sne- speaking in Spanish or something. So we're getting back to that fucking weird language that we heard in a dream or signposting. KJ, we've taken three years of Spanish. Whatever they were speaking wasn't that. So they fucking... Alright, where are those costume losers from? Let's not fucking get this. So fucking... They start getting all antsy. So they start talking about, let's go find them. Um, Yeah, let's go get the cops. Yeah, the same cops that thinks fucking Max a criminal. No way. Yeah, Stony PD is the fucking worst. Uh, So they go on about fucking calling 911 for an actual emergency. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I think we're going to get these dumb fucks who robbed our friend. Let's get ready. And they fucking look like a really bad mutant X-Men team up because uh, we're coming to get our shit back. She says, so she's going to speak into the... I love this. Speaks into the walkie-talkie. Hey, whichever dumb fucks just robbed our friend, if you can hear this, get ready. <laughs> yeah, they got a paper girls are going to fuck you up. The 12-year-olds. Yeah, bitches. And they cycle on their bikes. She's got fucking trick pegs. I wouldn't fuck with that chick. Um, <laughs> you sure they went this way? Yeah, pretty sure. But what happened? it all happened so fast. By the time that Tiffany hit the pavement, they were almost fucking in the woods. Maybe they're hiding out in one of these fucking unfinished houses. Wow, I throw a fuck in a lot of sentences that just isn't there. Uh, so they ride down the street there, so they're in the development now. So just exactly where the cops said they were earlier, where they clearly were not. So they're in this development. Uh, sorry, I just got a message saying that uh, Luke is not coming to my house today, but that's all right. Unrelated to the show. Uh, check it out. Score... So the window's open, so they're going in to get whatever is theirs. So they go into their house, sneaking in through the fucking window. They're not sure what's going on. Oh, a fucking smell hits them out of the blue. There's fucking, like, paint cans open, because their house is still being built, obviously. It sounds like something's coming from downstairs. What the fuck is going on down there? And there's a door cracked going down into the basement. Terrific. Nothing spooky about basements. And they sort of, sort of walk down into the basement. Hello, dickweeds! Whoa, and they go down the timber stairs to the basements, you know, looking pretty basement-y, and there's something under a fucking big black tarp. So what the fucking heck is that? And they all look at it, and they go down and touching it. It's like a, it looks like a big fucking, I don't know, water boiler or something. It's just hanging out there. It's like, help us get this sheet off. Ew, it feels kind of like skin. The sheet feels like skin. Wow, that's not creepy. Yep, goodbye, says one of the girls. She starts walking back up the stairs. Tiffany, wait. Uh, flesh sheet? Nope. That's some Texas Chainsaw Massacre bullshit right there. That's not really skin, but it's not a sheet either. It's connected to this thing, like a like a parachute. Jesus. And they rip it off. And what the fuck is that? It looks like fucking a large... Ver- it looks like a cross between something that Nibbler and Roger would fucking drive. So Nibbler from Futuraba and Roger from American Dad. Wow. Yep, definitely showing my age there because I still watch both those cartoons. Um... It's still so. I said my age earlier. I was born in the early eighties. Fuck me. Uh, it's still some kind of modern art. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. Uh, what the hell is it even come from? Outer space. And they look at it. And it's like, whoa, what the fuck? So they're looking at it, and it's like, what the mean? Fucking shut up. It's like, it looks like the fucking old Apollo capsule. And it's like I thought NASA was using satellites these days. They are, but maybe this thing came from Russia or something. So she's thinking back to her dreams or something. What if 
what if it's an alien? And they're fucking looking at it. It's like, oh, come on, you dummy. Seriously, you don't realize what this is. I mean, I'm the only one who actually reads anything that we deliver. And they're fucking staring at this spaceship. It's like, what are you talking about? This is the fifth, 50th anniversary of the War of the Worlds. So they're trying to say that it's War of the Worlds fucking thing. And they're going to do some form of fucking trick there from fucking... What's his name? Fucking Orville Wright or whatever. Um... So they're talking about that, and they're trying to discuss it, and then one of the girls bangs on it, clang, clang, and it's like, yeah, well, you know what, I'm going back to work, and then something starts up. And then, oh, shit, you hear that? Yeah, it's definitely getting louder, and then they fucking, the, the big uh, spaceship fucking thingy just lights up, and the room goes fucking red and they all look like skeletons as they're fucking everybody okay no what happened to my run and the fucking flashlight's not working and they're downstairs in the basement so they fucking go to flee they run out fucking light goes nuts go 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 it's got to explode get the fuck out of here whoa this is fucking still a prank what the hell is going on some kind of martian nuke or something they look up at the sky and it looks fucked up and weird there's different constellations there's all sorts of shit going on and they don't know what's happening uh, everything. It's like, uh, I've never seen this before in my life. Everything looks brighter and it's fucking pitch black down here. Uh, these are constellations I've never seen. I don't know what's going on. And then it's fucking, it's them and it's the fucking ninjas in the woods. It's like, quick, get him! And they fucking call out and the ninjas look all surprised and they fucking run. So, we're booking KJ. Wait! She pulls out a fucking hockey stick and then they're speaking weird alien-esque language. And they fucking direct each other in different ways and they split three different directions. Boom, they're off. Why are we doing this? Just give us back what's out. And they fucking keep running. And then, boom! One of the fucking ninjas punches one of the girls with the hockey stick right in the fucking face. He says it. He fucking hits it. Hits the ground. Boom! They scream, You son of a bitch! You son of a bitch! She goes for the face. Um, Max reaches for the fucking ninja face mask. Looking a bit like fucking Sub-Zero in there. And then... Hit a girl. I'm going to rip your fucking eyes out, you piece of... And she rips off the fucking mask and she looks terrified as there's some fucking weird deformed fucking monster-esque humanoid fucking thing under there. Like, looks underdeveloped but overdeveloped. The brain's all fucking bulgy. It's got weird techno things hanging off its face and it says weird languages as she looks at it. It reaches for fucking Mackenzie's neck. And it's fucking... She's like, ah! It's like, put her down! And fucking turn the page. And then whack! Back of the head to a fucking hockey stick. It starts screaming at her. And then it runs away back into the fucking woods. It's like, fuck me. Jesus, what is going on here, guys? Uh, so it fucking runs off into the book. It fucking max down on the ground. She's like fucking thrown up everywhere. And she's like, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Or oh, whatever that fucking noise is that scared it off. And look, that thing dropped something. And they go over to see what the fucking weird monster creature thing has dropped. What is it? it? Seems like a compact question mark. Some kind of weird symbol on the back of it. It's not a symbol. It's. And she picks up a fucking weird little Apple product that's not released yet. And she looks at it like, what the fuck is this? And then, boom the end for now holy shit guys so paper girls recommended to me by bruce trent one of the fucking 
greatest books I am currently reading. Like, I'm still reading it ongoing week after week. It is just one fucking fantastic book. I can't get enough. Um, look, he recommended it to me thinking I would like it. I turn my nose up at it. I'm telling you guys, fucking get out there and read it. Um, look, if you're not too sure, hit me up. I can, um, I can give you, I've got a digital copy of the first issue. Um, I can shoot it to you and you can think if you want to have a read, let me know. Like, I'm happy to help you guys out, get into these books any way possible. But, um, yeah, paper girls, man, guys, girls, get all over that shit. And a big thanks to fucking Bruce Trent for recommending that book. And if you're not following him on the Twitter, uh, do, cause he's a good dude. So, uh, on that note, go find us all at newpodworldorder.com. All the amazing shows and guests we have on there. You can see um, you know, different people talking different things about different stuff. Uh, I talk all about comic books, and that's probably all I'll ever talk about because that's all I'm good at. <laughs> so uh, hit me up, shoot me an email, um, comicbs at iCloud or hit me up on Twitter at comicbs or my personal one at the BG Boy. Um, ask me questions, recommend books for me to read. I like to read different things. Shoot them to me. Uh, and in saying that, I guess that's all the comic bullshit we have for this week. I have been Beej. Peace out, motherfuckers. They're gonna clean up your looks with all the lies in the books to make a citizen out of you. Because they sleep with a gun and keep an eye on you, son, so they can watch all the things you do. Because the drugs never work, they're gonna give you a smirk, cause they got methods of keeping you clean. They're gonna rip up your Show aspirations to shreds Another cock in the murder machine They said gonna fit in much kid but if you're troubled and hurt